We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me. You know what you can't do here? Blame either one of us. No, it is in the rules. It's in the terms and conditions you signed. If you don't remember signing it, that is not my problem. When you clicked on this to play it, you consented. Yes, you did. And uh, if you're brand new here, my name is Megan. My name's Melissa. And together we make up M&M. You can take that either way you want. Candy or the wrapper. Or, or just me on my own. Facts. So this podcast is where we give wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. And we do that in multiple ways. You leave voicemails. You leave voice memos. You write us a DM or you send us an email. And we, two gorgeous intellectuals, brainiacs, some might say, we fix your life in one fell swoop. And if we don't, again, it's in the title. You can't blame us. How many episodes do you think are we at this point, do you think? 250, yeah. maybe? There were times where we would take like a month off Mm -hmm. and we don't really do that anymore. So closer to 300, I would think. Yeah, we've done like, I think we do. We've had like a little more intermittent accidental breaks. Like when I Mm -hmm. ate the Dawn Power Wash. Yeah. Or I just got sick and then you got sick. Uh It's a domino effect. Mm hmm. One of us, it's not, it's never going to be only one of us getting sick. Actually, if you, if yeah, I get and we sick, never you don't get, necessarily get sick. But if you get sick, I'm getting sick. But we're never, like, I'm not getting you sick. Though. No. That's the thing. Because it's no. like weeks after. Yeah. I'm sick. But it just, <laughs> like, happens. I'm on the men's <laughs> and then you get sick. I'm also afraid I'm going to get sick again because I was hanging out with my nephew who obviously is sick all the time. And I mm-hmm. said that in the car on the way home. I was like, I'm really afraid I'm going to get sick. And Moz goes, Me too. 
And I was like, oh, okay, so I'm definitely going to get sick because usually he goes, no, 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 you're not going to get sick. You're fine. He's like, no, I'm really worried you're going to get sick again too. I'm like, fucking hell. But maybe I'll get on top of it. Take that Claritin, what'd you say that I have to D. take? The D. Claritin D. I need mm-hmm. that I need that D. I can't say that I too quietly. Mots will so wake good. up from his sleep. I've been summoned. <laughs> Everything's just awake <laughs> and erect. <laughs> I am alert. All attention. Everything. 90 degree angle. Whoop. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we it's uh, so cold in the D. It it you know I've always said that I've always said that I can't wait. It's finally gonna get cold, and now that just every time I check the it's weather, hot. it'll go. Mm-hmm. It's so cold, cold in the D. How the fuck is we supposed to keep peace? A bop. If you've never heard, seen it. Uh, first of all, you can't hear it without seeing it. You, you can't to- hear it without seeing no. it. No, yeah. <laughs> so check it out and let that be the soundtrack to your winter. Join us. There is a, a a song that dropped also that I feel like we should bring more nastiness to the holidays. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with Noah Davis, the singer. Sounds familiar. Well, Go to Instagram, Noah Davis 50, but I would like to play this no, holiday I know what you're song talking about. that he's dropping. I know what you're talking about. I know. I'm so sorry. This is someone so different than I thought it was. Okay, we've officially evolved past the need of Chris of of Chris Brown, like because yes. Chris Brown was making fucking let, let me fuck you on Christmas music without saying it, and we we haven't needed Chris Brown. In a long time, but mm-hmm. this is officially. There's no more complaints of saying, "Well, well, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to have that? Where's my horny Christmas music? Here it is. Here it Here is. Here it is. The aesthetics of them just sprawled out in front of a beautiful white Christmas tree. Incredible. I'm obsessed. Also, the outfits. Yeah, the glam. Mm-hmm. If you want just some nasty music, that's all the music that they make. So, uh. <laughs> How fun! I'm, I just accidentally stumbled yeah, upon because black t- black TikTok had stumbled upon a one that they had sung about titties and another one about dick, and we're talking about how like it's like legit a bop. And now and then I started following them, and I was like, "This is this is the music that I've been waiting for." I fully thought that this was going to be that song. I don't even know what I like. Will not even open it, but every like that went viral recently too. And it's like the profile of the and he's I think I don't know how old he is, but like a young black guy singing into the and it's like a drop down mic. And everybody was like, "I can't with this song." And so I was like, "I'm not even clicking it." If all of Twitter is talking about it, and I thought that's who this was going to be. Imagine my surprise when I see a white boy pop up face beat, and I'm like, "Right, okay, yeah, I want to fucking for Christmas." (laughs) I'm fucking, this is amazing. Wow. I'm, thank you for that. Thank you actually You're so much for that. I'm going to put it on and Mats is going to be like, actually, he probably won't even <laughs> fucking notice. He will just be like, let's get it on. I like, I like the beat. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so good. It, he's really fucking I want to fuck you for Christmas. And don't they all ho, 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 ho. Well, we're going to give you some advice. And if you want to call in, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You can also write out what you want to say and send it to the same email address, or you can do that to our DMs. For the written versions, let us know all the information, but keep it under 300 words. Please let us know how old you are. Um, you can let us know your pronouns if you would like, but you do not have to. And then for the call version, you have three minutes to tell us everything. Not about you, about the situation, what you need advice on, the problem, the predicament that you are facing. Also, please let us know your age. You can let us know your pronouns. Again, if you would like, you do not have to. But tell us the story. Tell, Paint the scene. Tell us a picture. Really give us a, a sense of it because otherwise we have to fill in the blanks. So if it's about a relationship, how long have you been together? If it's like, oh, my friends hate my partner, like let us know what, the, what their qualms are. Like really try and get into the specifics. 
that if you were listening to the podcast, that you would need to form your own opinions because that's how we can give you the best advice. And we also ask if you're sensitive, you can let us know. We will take that into account. And yeah, if you want to watch the video version of the podcast, if you're like me, who you're like, I love a podcast, but I love a fucking video version. Check out our Patreon. Very affordable. And not only can you watch a video version of this podcast, you can watch a video version of our other podcast, But Am I Wrong? And this week, it's a But Am I Watching? Oh, yeah. Oh, and we're watching the Barbie movie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. It's fucking good. Um, And you can also support the show just in general on Patreon if you would like. And we also do live streams twice a month where we just hang out and it's fun. And yeah, we also have some other shows. What are our other slate of content, Melissa, that they can watch and listen to? On Tuesdays, we have See You Next Tuesday, where it's just us catching up. This week, we're talking about just a, a, a plethora of things, mainly it's revolving funny. around the Thursday that just happened. And then on Fridays, we have Fisting Fridays, where we read the results of whatever happened in our lives. Not really. From But Am I Wrong? <laughs> the results from But Am I Vote on our life. This is Squid Games. <laughs> and uh yeah they're a good time because it's just it's a lot of us just talking and if you don't like that yet it's just because you haven't been listening long enough once Mm -hmm. once you once you keep listening you're like i miss these bitches and then soon you'll be begging for episodes on wednesday yeah and the tuesday and friday episodes are are shorter than our regular so it can just be a little bite size a little quickie all right so shall we get to an update oh yeah it's something that both of us um, have already took a gander at, but I'm going to share with everyone. It's from the episode with the uh, engagement ring twins. So the person wrote in and said, thank you both so much for airing my call and giving me advice. I'm going to be a good friend and get over it. I get 50-50 advice from coworkers and family. All of my family is like, gross you. And my coworkers are very much cut them off. However, my fiance doesn't see the big deal and neither do y'all. So we are going to move forward and we're going to move forward with grace and be grateful. Since 2021, we have moved and own a house, congratulations, and have great jobs and money of our own. So seeing them a couple times a month won't be hard. If there's any fun updates to come, I will call them in just for y'all to have them. You are both highly respected in my eye, and I recommend all your shows to clients I have in the salon. I hope it's making a difference in their lives as much as mine. Thank you. That's so nice. That's so nice. We also have now since seen the photos. Mm-hmm. And to follow up, they, I, don't, they don't even, I don't think they look that similar. I don't think they're the same ring. Like, it's no. the same color of gemstone and i think if this was in a diamond and a silver band no one would be saying it was the same ring yeah no i i think it was definitely like the proposer the proposer or the proposee it was distant enough it wasn't like a mm-hmm. direct copy and so it was like oh i'm inspired by this yes. so therefore this is like a cool version of it mm-hmm. or not yeah. a cool but like a more a different version of it mm-hmm. so and we don't know which one is yours or the um, or no, your friend, so yeah. we have no judgment either way. So if you tell I us, don't, we do have. I we each like different. We, ones more. we yeah we we have opposite of which one we like better. So fifty fifty on that too. Yeah. So, if you um, tell us which one is yours, only one of us is going to like yours more. One of us is going to think the other one better. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I think they're they're different rings. Yeah. Well, they're different enough that we have pre- like. We we each like different ones more. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's take a break and then we'll get into the calls. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Today's episode is brought to you by one of our sponsors, 310 Nutrition. They're helping us, our listeners, all of you, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options of flavors and preferences, and I love a good option. I love an array. I love picking and choosing what I love. And I love these products. They make the most delicious protein shakes that I've had called the All-in-One Shake, And when I say delicious, I mean like these don't taste like protein shakes. They're just very flavorful and actually taste like the flavor that they say they are. I have the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream and the caramel sundae. Um, I like to drink them as is or I've also like mixed them together. So I've done like half of a chocolate bliss plus half of a caramel sundae. And it is so delicious. Tasty. Um, They have a protein blend of plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave you feeling full. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. I love their hydrate. It is so good for me. I've talked about this before so many times. Your girl needs electrolytes constantly, every day, at all times. And what I love about theirs is the variety of flavors. So lemon, lime, my favorite strawberry peach mango another delicious one wild berry watermelon and cucumber hydrate point supercharges water with all the key vitamins electrolytes and minerals so one stick of hydrate mixed into 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water right now 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with blame me and giving our listeners 50 percent off up to 100 dollars for your first order with so many sample packs new products it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me. Oh, if only they could see the video. Melissa's holding up our next sponsor, who we love. No way. Yes way. And guess who our sponsor is? Way. <laughs> I have loved way products for so long, but I have to say that in the last month or so whenever we started doing ads with them and I got sent some new things I've never tried before I have been having the best hair days of my entire life to to be to be perfectly frank I've been having gorgeous and easy hair days 
Yeah, um, I had to uh, go out of town for a family emergency. I've talked about it on the podcast. And um, I usually do not like to fly with um, a lot of hair things. I'll usually use what's at my parents' house. And um, I was like, nah, I, I like this stuff too much. I packed everything. I packed everything that they sent us. It's just so, so good. I love their detox shampoo. I am someone who like the front part of my scalp or hair or whatever gets really dry. But then the nape of my neck, especially if I sleep with a bonnet on, I'll sweat in the night. And so then the parts of my back, like th- that's getting all dingy. But then also sometimes when you wear like your little front pieces, it can get like oily extra quickly. All of this to say, I have never used a clarifying shampoo that gets my hair so clean without being like dry and squeaky and like, oh gosh, I can't keep using this. This is not good. Like it just gets everything out of your hair, totally refreshes. But I cannot say enough good things about the hair gloss. Like, oh, the hydration, the shine, the, the gorgeous body that it gives your hair. It's fantastic. And I'm someone who has, I have lighter hair, so it doesn't get really shiny normally. And it's also bleach damage. So sometimes the ends, especially now, I need a haircut. They get really tangled and hard to brush through. When I use the hair gloss and then I give myself a little blowout at home, my hair looks stunning and it feels stunning. And that style lasts for a lot longer than most of my other hair days. Yeah, I'll use the detox shampoo and then also the leave-in conditioner and then let my, I'll twist my hair out and let it dry. And then I'll finish it with the hair gloss. And I love the way that it just like makes my curls pop. And it also smells so, so So good. good. It smells like a salon. Mm -hmm. I feel like my head's in a basin, but my neck isn't hurting. (laughs) It's like it's the best of both worlds. That is a great analogy. So we've been talking about Way's new hair gloss. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. It provides immediate shine, helps treat damage. What Megan just talked about, she has some chemically damaged hair and it enhances your color vibrancy. And according to a customer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looked shinier, healthier, and smoother. And we were not in that study, but we are telling you that we also agree that our hair was looking shinier, healthier, and smoother. Way has so many bestsellers. They're leaving conditioner, detox shampoo, like we talked about, their fragrances and their hair oil, which I love, especially when I'm wearing my hair naturally wavy to like break the cast. Doesn't weigh my hair down at all. Super lightweight. And they're just, everything they make is so good. They have not made a product that I haven't, not only like haven't like disliked, like I haven't loved, like I love everything they do. And we're just such a huge fan. So please keep sponsoring our show (laughs) because... You have a customer in me for life. Me too. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code BLAME for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com. Promo code BLAME. And we're back. It's time to change some fucking lives. Give some advice. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm 23, female, and I've never had any kind of romantic interactions in my life, like not even holding a guy's hand and being kissed. I've always been the single friend or the one guys asks if my friend's single. I don't think I'm unattractive, but it seems like I'm just not anyone's type. I'm either the complete opposite of what guys I like would go for, or I end up being just the friend slash acquaintance to them. I don't think I'm unattractive by any means, but it doesn't seem like I'm turning heads either. I often get compliments and told that I'm pretty by women in public, but never men. I work in a smallish town at a decent-sized university, been there for almost two years, so there's not much for me to do recreationally without feeling weird about interacting with students as an employee. And the office I work in is fairly small and is full of predominantly middle-aged and older white men. (laughs) I do, however, have a work crush who's about about 10 years older than me. No. That makes work fun, and I'm pretty sure he flirts with me. He does, and he shouldn't. But he also may just be being nice slash playful and may not be getting into or already in a relationship. Getting involved with someone at work would be too messy, I know. I've been on apps since college and they're awful. Most of the likes I get are very unattractive to me, of course, or they're kind of attractive, but just fetishize me. Most guys' opening line involves them saying like they've never been with a black girl or calling me gorgeous black queen or talking about my chocolate skin face palm emoji. For context, <laughs> this sex part, for context, I am black and fairly tall, 6'2"-ish. I have no problem dating with within and outside of my race, by the way. It's just that the black guys I've I've it's just that the black guys I've seen only date white girls or just don't treat black women with a ton of respect. And sometimes I don't know how to show guys of other races that I'd be interested. 
I've always seen myself with someone older than me. 10 to 12 years older is my max, but I don't know how to go about that. A part of me would prefer to gain more sexual experience before getting into a relationship, partially so I can live out my hoe phase, but also because I feel like I'd be more prepared. I would love to hear what you guys think and be open to any kind of advice. I'm a Leo, by the way, and a tiny bit, tiny bit sensitive, if that helps. Thank you. Well, the first thing I would say is if you're wanting to, what are your reasons for wanting to date somebody 10 to 12 years older? If it's to secure a bag, okay. But 40 years older then, reason, but not old enough yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, any other reason? No, you're not coming to the right place for somebody for somebody asking to uh, date somebody that much older than them. We don't believe in age gaps in that way. Yeah. So uh, well, you're looking you're then looking for like, I'm looking to date an emotionally stunted man. It's like, why? Yeah, I just uh, yeah. And the coworker, absolutely not. Not just because he's 10 years older than you, which is your type, I guess. But it's messy. And no. Mm-hmm. So all that's off the table. Why is that your type? Therapy, I might suggest. <laughs> With love. <laughs> oh, but everything else, this does, before you even said that you were in a smaller, a smallish town, I already knew that's where you were. You didn't have to tell me that. And I would say, open it up. Like, is there a bigger town near that you can go to? Do you have friends that like, single friends that you can go to like day trips and see like somebody that's still close enough, but uh, a little outside of your area. And then as far as like letting people know, I want to know where you are specifically in Mm -hmm. the U S but as far as like letting people know that you have no problem dating outside your race and that you'd be interested. I just, I've dated a whole rainbow of people and I've never just like gone to somebody of a another ethnicity and be and like showed interest in a different way than I would of somebody in this with the same ethnicity like I just show yeah. interest and I think if you are putting those into compartments of that you need to be different around different people and show your interest in a different way that may be that you and I, and I know that you say that you're sensitive and I don't mean this in a negative way, but you may need to know who you are more before you start dating, because it sounds like that you would change your behavior depending on who you're dating. And maybe you're not ready to date yet. Do you think it could also be like internalizing some of the fetish fetishization of that mm-hmm. to then make it like how do I mold myself to the version, the, 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 feti- the idea of what you have a fetishizing black, like how can I be that for you yep. without not consciously knowing that? Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I do yeah. think it's that. I will say that 23, you're still really young. Melissa's advice is a, more practical. Like my advice is like, you need a new job and you probably need to move. Like, I just like, this might just be like, we all have like timing in our life of like this, everything expires. Like every job that we have expires, every relationship that we have expires like a certain point. And sometimes that's death that expires at. And like when we grow old and we end up together or it's like something like this. And like, you might just be getting too big for your small town and like, or the small town where you're at. And so I agree with the sense of like, Maybe you just need to like commute in your social time. Like maybe you drive an hour to like go hang out in places with like and make friends in like that bigger city to like broaden that circle. Or like this might be a sign for you that you don't see yourself settling down in this area and that you maybe like need to kind of spread your wings and try something else out. And that's also like takes time to like save up money to do that. But I also think that like sometimes. I don't think powering through dating when it's not working out for you well, like in dating apps and it gets you really discouraged. I think like there's something very underrated and beneficial about being like, it's not a season for dating for me right now. And because like, I'm just getting demoralized, like, and I'm just like, this is feeling helpless or something like that. If it's like, I know that I want to, I know I want to get out of this town. I know I want to move. I want to find a new job. And so maybe I put dating on the back burner for a bit and then focus a little bit more on like just having fun because that you I don't want to say your standards might change but like you know if you want to have a hoe phase 
you you know that's that's when you like you drive you drive an hour for some dick and you're like oh my god this is so embarrassing like but there there might be something there for you that you'll get to know yourself <laughs> more and like know what you're interested in and who you're interested in and the kind of people that you want to date it's hard to know that and some people do but it's hard to know that without dating people who you actually don't end up liking like it's 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 hard to get it right on the first try and then you said i'm either the complete opposite of what guys i like would go for or i end up being just the friend acquaintance to them what kind of guy do you like so you didn't really share that um because that could be cutting you off from potential suitors but then also like um the ones that you're saying that you are just friends with them have you expressed that you like them because if you're not sharing there, there might be guys. I feel like in a lot of like hetero relationship with the opposite sex, like people, you sometimes they like like each other, but they don't say oh, yeah. that they do. And so um, if you're not expressing it, then how do you know that they don't like you and they wouldn't go for you? Yeah. So are you sharing that information? I would also ask yourself, and I'm definitely projecting based on like, other people we've talked to on the podcast as well but like i would also take a look at your friend group so when you're saying that like they always like my friends more like than me like what is your friend group do you feel represented in your friend group do you feel like your friends represent who you are like are you so vastly different and opposite from your friends because i do think that like if you if you're always the friend if they're always more interested in your friend that only really happens if you are you are like the odd one. You're the one like completely different than everybody else. Like a lot of friend groups, like people have very similar interests. There's these other things there. So I would ask yourself if you feel like that. And then if I was in a friend group where like every new guy that we met was interested in like, ev like never interested in one person or always like kind of friend zoning that one person. And then like we welcomed that person into the friend group or like kind of like started dating that. Like I would... <laughs> I would hope that I would self-question as like a friend in the situation of being like, why are we doing like, th it just feels like a, it feels like a, a slight in the sense that like, yes, these men, and that's not there. Anyone can be into whoever they're into, but like as a friend, I think that's a, the friend group aspect is, and, and, and unless you're not saying anything, but it's like, it is well known and you've told your friends that you like, like these guys. And then these guys end up liking them. Like, do those guys end up being in your friend group? Because like, I think that is far like hella fucking against girl code. Mm -hmm. If like you like a guy and a guy kind of comes to our friend group, it does is not interested in you and expresses interest in someone else. Like you're out. Like that's not, that's awkward. Like you're new here. Like this is like, we don't need this. So sometimes I find that like our dating experiences, like it can be the pool. It can be our mindset or it can also be our circle and our community. And like we sometimes can, I find, if we accept poor behavior from friends, we're more likely to accept poor behavior from romantic relationships. But it's hard to know. But I do think you're right. Like I even before you said, like Melissa said, I could tell this is a small town thing. And dating apps are work and hard. And I also wonder on the dating apps, do you have it set to 10 years older? Do you have or do you have it set to your age plus 10 years older? Because I think that also could change your perspective. It'll be like a double well. fetishization there. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm saying you should make money, but there, you could make, if you're going to do it, they should be older and you should be being compensated for that. Right. And I'd be older, like 40 plus years older, close to death. You need to get in the will. That's the whole point. I don't even think, because she's 23, I think we need to go 50 years older. Well, you know, I can't do math. So. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean they're in their late 80s. Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we need them dusty. We need them like close to the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who uh, Shira Seven is? Maybe. Well, TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. I think she has a YouTube channel, but the clips are on TikTok. And she's she's all about getting you an old ass man and him paying for every paying for your life. Yes, I know exactly who this is. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Uh-huh. Sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I this this is like one this is one of those hard questions because like I don't doubt anything that you're saying and there isn't really like a fix to this because you have to just think of like this is a it's a it's a dating pool problem. It's not a you problem. So yeah. I would say that like depending on how your friend group reacts to this and like how this kind of goes about, it could be a friend group problem and a community pool problem, but like this is never at any point a you problem. The only like you problem this could be is maybe not knowing yourself as much but again it's hard to know yourself in dating without dating and i i expand wide in that pool get a hybrid car like you know log those miles metro mm -hmm. take a bus like there's just bus club another club and i yeah i think you're right i would like to know where you are because even in, in my smallish town i was still getting the the men folk of a lighter complexion, melanin deficient. I am deficient. <laughs> I'm deficient. <laughs> I'm deficient. Um, but yeah, I would I would also wonder if your friend group is predominantly white, because I think if this like could have been written by someone else, like that like that in the sense of like if your friend group is very white and you are finding that they are kind of just welcoming this behavior and letting this happen that I think that the, you've got a friend issue. You've got a friend problem. And mm -hmm. I do think if you can pinpoint where the problem is, you will actually be, all of this will change even if it's in your small town pool. Because when we accept poor behavior or we view ourselves in a certain light, we tend to welcome more of that behavior and we we miss the out the things that are not like this like we we mm -hmm. just it's a confirmation bias so we then only see these other things and we miss all of the stuff like there will be even in a small town there are going to be people who you'd be interested in who would be interested in you but without the without having like being on the right radio frequency to find it you're just going to completely miss it yeah. so that's but that's a difficult thing to do like at 23 and i mm -hmm. i my picker was without a doubt broken at that point but also it's very common to not have a lot of or any experience sexual experiences at or romantic at the at really any age but specifically at this age like this is not uncommon at all no not at all we've had plenty of calls of people yeah. calling in about this yeah so you got this don't date old men unless they're old and you want to be in their will and there has to be a contract mm -hmm. we can call it dating but like financially there needs to be some incentives yeah i saw this uh 20 something year old man on tiktok who um met this old woman that was near death and she asked him she's like i just want to enjoy my last few days in life with you and uh Biblically. he was like okay yeah. and he did and he got her house and a whole bunch of money and he, he ended up just giving the money away wow I love heartwarming stories like <laughs> Me too. Hallmark, pick that up. <laughs> write that write that down. Uh well, I I am hoping the best for you and um I know that it will get better and easier and this is my telepathically to one of our listeners to write in with giving mm -hmm. them advice. One of our listeners. Oh, and another one. There's two then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Neither of them. No, one of them will hear this. The other one probably won't hear it. So the rest of you who know who I'm referencing, tell them to listen. <laughs> uh, join our Patreon. Get to know people because <laughs> <laughs> we know them. We know them so well. Anyways, let's get to the next call. I am calling in because my best friend has been in a relationship for um, over five years now with a narcissist. And I'm just going to I'm going to read off what I wrote here. So my friend Sasha, I'll call her Sasha, met this guy when we were still in college. And, you know, she's really smart and beautiful and funny. And I know she can get any guy that she wants. And so when she was like mooning over this new guy being everything she wanted, she was in a very confident place and I was really happy for her. But long story short, they had a really rocky start. Um, they were on and off for the first two or so years. And each time that they broke up, I comforted her and told her that she was worth more. I was also visibly frustrated whenever she went back to him. I think it's because of this that she eventually stopped coming to me 
as much whenever something bad happened with him. She would get, like, really defensive about their relationship when I would point out his red flag, saying that, like, because they lived together, that their relationship was more serious than the relationship that I was in, even though we'd been together, my, me and my partner had been together for about the same amount of time. We just didn't live together, and for a little while, we were long distance. But she would say that, you know, my relationship is, is not serious like hers. So, like, whatever he was pulling with her was normal because they lived together. It might also be worth mentioning that despite them being in a relationship for six years or five or, like, five about, you know, give or take five years, that I've only met this man, like, three times in person. And we do live in the same city. Like, there's, there's no, like, good excuse for me not to know more about him or know him in person. And she's met my partner several times. But fast forward to this year, she's called me a lot more miserable at the end of her rope. I think all of the toxic behaviors and patterns have started to come to light to her. She's starting to recognize the things that, you know, we saw back when she was first with him. Things that, you know, at the time I didn't recognize as narcissistic behaviors, but became more clear. So... This call ended, we cut it out, but like this call ended with them saying that they didn't have enough time and they wanted to include more, um, but you didn't call back. So we're going to give you advice on like what you had have said already and then please call back and give us more. And I think it'll be kind of interesting to see like if it does, if our advice is going to line up with like the back half of this. I I mean... I wonder how long you've been listening to the podcast because like you, with love, you did everything we said to not do. Like absolutely everything we said to not do when your friend is dating someone who's toxic. But to be fair, we say that from, and I specifically say that from the place of like, I've been that friend who has done all of those things. And then it does not work in favor for the friendship. And like, I had to learn that the hard way. But y- the overarching thing, like you have to let people make their own mistakes. And I think you're starting to recognize that and learn that she's only going to leave that relationship when she wants to. And like your role as a friend is like to be the apartment where she can crash on your couch. But like the, if you have to decide if it's like too hard for your mental health to let her too hard to continue this friendship. If this is too draining for you, that's your one option is you got to end the friendship because it's too much. Or the other option is like, you just have to support her in what she's in what makes her happy and that can sometimes feel like enabling poor behavior but like if someone is just uh demonstrating poor behavior and you don't cut them off or create boundaries then having them in your life and as a friendship at any capacity will inadvertently enable that poor behavior it doesn't have to be like oh get back together with him he's awesome but like yeah and and i think like we give that a little too much credit of being like, oh, they were all just enabling it. Like, you know, I think like even people in horrible relationships need friends. And if you have the capacity to take that in and just kind of like wish for the best for her while maintaining the like that friendship, like that's great. But if you can't, that's also okay. But she's not going to do what you want her to do because you also wouldn't do what she would want you to do. Like we're all... You have much better perspective than she does. But again, like that's not, and I mean this with love, that's not like a a round of applause to you. Like it, it is just because you're not, you're not the one in it. And that would happen. It happens to everyone. I also wonder, you seem to be her friend, but is she your friend? Because the thing she said about her being in a much more serious relationship than you is not cool that was like at all and then also not seeing her partner a lot even though she's seen your partner a lot so y'all are like hanging out like show up like yeah like y'all aren't like double like he's not coming to things that y'all are with with your partner like that's weird weird. I, i have friends of friends that i've seen them their partners more this year than like what you're describing this that's just weird and so like i don't know if this is like if you two as friends are is actually like compatible because you're also giving her telling her things that you shouldn't necessarily be telling her either so what about your friendship do you like yeah it's, it's odd 
I, 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 a little bit, and I say this with love because I've also been there. It feels a little bit like you're trying to save her, and mm-hmm. that kind of savior aspect of it builds resentment. Because I also don't necessarily disagree with the first part of what she said about like when you live a relationship where you live together is more serious, and a relationship like you and your partner not living together, and then also being long distance, like it, it is, it is different. Like it, it is truly different. That doesn't mean that like you like each other less but like there are different issues that arise there but it <laughs> the way that she phrased that especially at the end it sounded like she wanted to hurt your feelings mm-hmm. but i also That's think exactly that like she was doing yeah but i also but think like you trying to give you, advice telling someone about was, a relationship yep. when you live together is like where do you you have not it, it kind of comes from a holier than now space and so i think you're right melissa in the sense that like are you really friends at this point or are you just just is she like a project that you're trying to save mm-hmm yeah so evaluate that and don't worry like yeah she may be dating you don't even know this dude really so yeah you actually can't call a narcissist yet <laughs> so i don't you can't i mean i don't think you should be calling anybody a narcissist that has let's a, say if narcissist somebody, is diagnosed yes but like i don't think you know him enough and i don't think that either of you are respecting each other's relationships enough to have even have an opinion like i don't have an opinion on what even though I love Mott, I don't like <laughs> say yes. anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's nothing for me to say. Like, what am I going to say? It, yeah. And, and that's the thing that, like, I think we grow out of at a certain age. I don't think you said how old you are, but like, it is a thing you grow out of. But it is hard when someone relies so heavily on their friends and telling their friends all of this stuff because it's hard because then the turnaround is like, then you're invested and then they're like why are you so invested and it's like you you got me invested in this and Mm -hmm. so like it's and and i don't blame you at all like that's that's what happens when someone doesn't you haven't gone to enough therapy and like processed your shit you rely on your friends to kind of do that for you and then you expect them to the slate to be wiped clean every every day and it doesn't it doesn't work like that especially with good friends good friends don't want you to get hurt Mm -hmm. but I don't know what friendship she's bringing to the table for you either. Yeah. Cause I, you know, friends are going through things. I'm not going to give my personal opinion. I'm going to ask them what they want, what the, what they want in the relationship and where do they see themselves in the relationship? Yeah. And nobody who's ever dated a shitty guy thinks that everyone loves them. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you're like, charismatic like narcissistic personality disorder that kind of thing where like you've fooled all of your acquaintances but like you know when you're dating a shitty guy like you don't need your friends to be like hey that was really shitty what he did he was really shitty you're like bitch i know that it's like you're not telling me anything i don't know and so like i think most of the time the best thing you can do is just is just listen to people because like they figure it out it's kind of like therapy like they, they figure it out by talking it through themselves but what I do is like I if afterwards they're like, what do you think? Or like, what should I do? I will. I just say, what kind of like, what kind of Megan do you want? Like, what do you mm-hmm. what do you want? And if it's like, I want you to be happy for me or I I want you to give me tough love. Like, I want you to be like totally honest. I want or I want you to tell me that I should break up with him or I want you to tell me that this is going to get better. And even if I don't think it's going to get better, I will say that because that's what mm-hmm. they need to hear at that point. Yep. And like. I'll say it in a way of like, this will always get better. Like things are always going to get better. Things are always going to change. We're always going to have more perspective. And like, I'm not lying because that is true. I'm not saying their behavior will change, but it's like, you know, I really hope that they do. And like, I think everyone is possible of growing and changing. And I think like, if you believe that he's like in this and wants to better himself, I trust you. And then I believe you. And like, I am so excited for that. Like, there's always a way that you can support your friend. But like, you know, I even think when when a couple breaks up, I think like save the happy dance three months, three months until you can like, like be excited. But if not, if it's around the holiday season, then give it six months. So like by the time, if there's a summer, if you go through a whole summer of staying single (laughs) and then a whole winter, then I think like, okay, but yeah, you should, we should all know that we're all human and we're all going to find those comforts. Yeah. Because she does know her partner better than you. And that's, yeah a good thing and a bad thing in that sense so yeah and also like um if he is in fact a narcissist narcissists can be in love too and they can find a partner 
Yeah. That partner is called a mirror. And then they kiss it and they go, mm, I love myself so much. I'm so great. Um, or they find someone that just wants or be, to be yeah. there. And just yeah. adores them and mm-hmm. does and falls in line and does all that and benefits them and you know, all of those things. Um, but I will say to ease your anxiety, every friend that I have had, past and present, who has dated someone who immediately I was like, You are fucking awful, worst person ever, whether I said it to them or not, they none of them are together anymore. So like yeah. it does, it will end. But even when I said something, that relationship got back together. <laughs> when mm-hmm. I didn't say something, they stayed together. They st- they eventually broke up. So like there is, it, it, there's nothing you can say that they don't already know and haven't already accepted that. So like, just know that shit will work out eventually. You just have to decide what role you want to play in that and how invested you want to be and how much time you want to yeah. spend on it. Yeah. The only time that I have intervened is when there has been physical or mental violence. And that's yeah. when I'll intervene. But other than that. Well, that's when you business. psychologically have to be removed, like in order to get out of the situation there. And yeah, but other than that, I agree. That's the only time at this point in my life, being more matured, more therapized, have learned some lessons. That's the only time I would A, say something unprompted and intervene in a intervene and with include other people in in like fully intervening and you know working on getting that person out of that situation or options to get out of that situation Mm -hmm. all right uh we're gonna take a break now Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. We're back and it is time for what is it time for actually? The next number. That's time for the next call. Next one. So right in. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I've been listening from the beginning and this is my first time emailing in. I'm a 22 year old. My pronouns are she, her. Recently, during a mental breakdown, I realized that I don't have many friends anymore in my university town. This is my fifth year in this town slash university because I'm pursuing two degrees. All of my close friends graduated last year and moved away, all which are too far and too expensive to visit. I will graduate this May with both my degrees. This is a big accomplishment that I've worked really hard for. My problem is that since I don't have any friends here, I don't want to go to graduation, ceremony, a dinner, then a big party. The whole fun part of it is experiencing it with the friends you went through this time with. These friends all celebrated last year, but I didn't. My family would fly in for graduation and my boyfriend would also be there, but I feel like it wouldn't be the same partying and celebrating without these friends. I also wouldn't be invited to any graduation party since I'm not friends with anyone. I have anxiety and the idea of me being at the graduate at the school graduation party without any friends makes me really anxious and I feel like I wouldn't even enjoy it if I did go. I was thinking of going on a vacation with my boyfriend instead, but I feel like I will regret it if I don't celebrate this big accomplishment. I would love that you give me some advice. By the way, I'm a cancer. Thanks. I genuinely think going on a vacation is the best way to celebrate this. <laughs> I do too. And that's coming from someone who, um, since like in my sorority, you have to when you go in, you have to, when you pledge, you have to have a certain amount of hours. So most people like credits that you have in school. And so most people don't pledge until they're a sophomore, but I went into school basically having credits as a sophomore. So all my friends were a year older than me. And so I still had a, but I still had a graduation party. Like, even though some of my friends, like they came back for the graduation party. Like if you invite them, they might come back. And it was mainly like for my family and friends like it was fine but like 
if I had an option to go on a trip, 100% would have done that. Yeah. I mean, I had a I had a friend who went to college, didn't like that college, left, took a break for the remainder of that year and then re-enrolled as a freshman at a a new uni- a different university. And so when she was graduating, like it took a lot for her parents to like even convince her to like walk at graduation and do the whole thing but like it was like i'll do a dinner but like i'm not gonna do all of that stuff because all of her friends from high school had done it the year prior and like she like you know celebrated with them and did all of that and she doesn't regret that at all and i will say that (laughs) i'm a big believer in like living for what will make you happy right now because i wanted to not go to my senior prom because I mean it's all in my book my prom date got suspended like a couple days before and I was like fresh off of a breakup and it was like a mess and everybody's like you'll really regret not going just go and I went and I'm gonna tell you right now years down the road I still regret fucking going like I shouldn't have gone and this doing things for like future you to be glad that you went if you know that you're not actively going to enjoy it in the moment you should know right after you go, like, that was a great choice. I'm really glad that I went. But like, if you need to wait like 10, 15 years to like say that, like, you know, in hindsight, it was good that I went. I just don't believe that that (laughs) that carries any weight because I think we just say that because we went. Like, I don't think that you're going to go on a vacation and be like, wow, I really regret not spending my graduation with these random students who I'm not friends with. Like, you can celebrate graduate, like, by doing your own celebration, that doesn't negate not celebrating this accomplishment. Like that is celebrating this accomplishment. Like I think you should have a dinner. You should have your like. I think you should still walk at graduation. I think you should get the pictures. You should invite any of your friends. Say like I would really love if you could come. I feel like hella fucking weird about this. Like please come. I would make the trip. Like I I've been to many. I dropped out of college and I've been to many of friends graduations. I would ask them to come and then I would have a dinner with your boyfriend, your family and your friends and i would like do it up like get the little like a uh, cap and gown cupcake decor and like tell the person at the restaurant like oh we're celebrating graduation like really lean into it like like it's your birthday like your whole mm-hmm. birthday month where it's like oh it's my birthday it's my birthday. every time you go people to the restaurant you say you it's your present. birthday people yeah, give you like, presents so do that and then go on vacation with your boyfriend and then like bring your fucking cap and gown, take some cute pictures wherever you're there doing that. And like, anytime you go out to dinner, have your boyfriend say like, oh yeah, we're celebrating her graduation. So Mm -hmm. like every night you're on vacation, it's a big celebration. Like do all of that kind of thing. And like, I promise you that is a, those are much bigger and like more substantial memories than partying with people you're not close to and doing things that everyone else did the year prior because it will you need i think you need to celebrate differently because if you celebrate the same it will feel like you are repeating it at a lesser degree because you're not doing it side by side with your friends but like they watch they can watch you do it you watch them do it and you celebrate differently and it doesn't mean it means any less but i think it's easy to compare when you're doing the same thing don't do what i did though I had been drinking all day and I forgot I had been drinking all day because it was in the punch and you couldn't taste it. You walked across that stage a little sway, sway? No, no, no. I, no, I was so- sober at that point, but my graduation party and then I went out because it was a, you might live in a college town and there's, you know, you just go to the bars around there. I've been drinking all day. I got completely blackout drunk. I don't remember anything that happened after a past point. My, I'm so glad that my cousin was there because he, he said I did not appear to be drunk because I was having oh. full conversations with people. You and me would have been a disaster together in college because that was also yes. me. And I also was just, he told me the things I was saying. I was just lying. I was like, none of this is true. <laughs> Melissa, that was me. No one would know I was drunk and they're like drunk words or sober thoughts. And I go, I'm yeah, fully lying no. about everything. Like I am not, not a single Nothing. thing I've said is true. Yeah, I just woke up the next day and he was explaining everything. I'm so thankful that he was with me. Justice for cousins on this podcast. (laughs) Shout out to Brian. (laughs) Shout out, Brian. (laughs) He stopped. He listened to one episode and he said, never again. I don't need to tell these things about you. And I was like, well, I made up lies about some of the stuff that I told you. (laughs) How do you know I'm not lying now? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, he. Yeah. So uh, don't do that. Don't do that. I I think graduations should be celebrated like birthdays. I think most things should be celebrated like birthdays. Like 
make it a month, milk it, wear a cute outfit, love it, take pictures, like do all of that kind of stuff and have it be about you. Like, and I think actually, if you think about the win in this sense, last year, the graduate graduation was about everybody. It was about everybody graduating. And this year, it's just about you. Like, it is just about you fucking graduating. And now you get to celebrate. Like, and this is, everyone else is also going to be able to be so happy for you because they're not also thinking about all of their own kind of stuff. Like, this is, and they know how much of an accomplishment it is and like what you get to look forward to because they did it last year. So I think like, you're it, it's a different circumstance but i think it's going to be it's a positive and unique one that if this was my friend going through this like i would be so fucking happy because i would know how hard it is to get to this point and graduate and i don't personally know but i would know if i did graduate college and then also knowing that like you double majored and you stuck through for a whole fucking year while all of us were gone and like i like i dropped out of college because like I, if i had friends maybe i would have stayed in college. like you know I mean? like it is a really important thing and so like they know how much of an of a success this is yeah and, and fucking congrats like that's really impressive and again i can't emphasize this enough you get presents what did you get for graduation presents i got lots of money lots of gift cards some people gave me Who books gives i was you like money? i could get like they just books. like because it was because it's kind of like your next your next like thing in life they're like you're moving on you know and so they're given money to you know, buy but like, things. Relatives? Yeah. But also okay. just like my parents' friends, like they, that I wouldn't even like talk to, but they sent me because it was a whole thing. Like they, if I, I could was go getting... back in time and have your family adopt me, I would. That sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah. That is, I also nice. got like nice, like kind of like a wedding registry. I got like nice, like silverware <laughs> and plates and things because the they're fuck? like, now you're moving out of like your college. Uh, apartment and you can have nicer things. Damn. My church gave me like $300. Damn. And suddenly I'm religious. Amen. <laughs> there was like, I remember I like, I found out everyone was getting like graduation gift. Like my friend was like, oh, I'm going on a trip for my graduation. Like has a graduation gift. And I was like, we get graduation gifts. And so I was like, can I have a graduation gift? And also, first of all, all of my friends getting graduation gifts. Bitch, of course you're going to graduate. For me, that was dicier. We should be really celebrating that I did. <laughs> um, and um, I, they, I think I like, I, they were like, you can buy this thing and we'll give you this. We'll give you like a hundred dollars to contribute towards it. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, yeah, this is what I got for graduation. Not pretending that like I didn't pay for most. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. But like, damn, college. Actually, I think you're right. I had a lot of friends who like suddenly like I was like, oh, what car are we taking? Like, oh, my car. I'm like, you have a car? And it was like, yeah, I got it. I used like my... I use the, the money I got for graduation. I guess that mm -hmm. makes sense now that I was like, damn, that is a lot of money if you bought a car. Yeah. Maybe I should have stayed in college. I think you probably made more money leaving college than you would have gotten in gifts. Um, and I mean, also no debts. Crystal clear that based on what I... <laughs> crystal clear based on um, my <laughs> high school graduation. I wasn't, I wasn't going to get any gifts. But, you know, I'm saying in my, in my... If I could fantasize about my life and I'm being reborn into your family... Yeah would have raked it in mm -hmm. and it would have been like is she gonna graduate is she not it would have kept people on their toes hey, then you would it wouldn't have, it wouldn't even been on a toes things because we would have got you the what the, the all the oh yeah there you, you go we would have gotten you medicated <laughs> <laughs> and that would have helped it's not wrong it is not wrong it was funny when i like this pat like when i didn't have my and i was trying to have a conversation with moths about something and he was just looking at me and I was like, are you just thinking about the fact that like I went through high school and college like this? He goes, it's I'm I'm just you, you, you did so you did really well. Like you did really well for this being your default without and just still passing. It's because I was a personality hire. That's funny. So teachers liked me. And you're here today. So and that's all that fucking matters. Mm -hmm. And and now I also still have college. <laughs> Anyways, um, well. We this is all we this is all we have for this um episode because we accidentally pulled a call that we've already done everyone so that was my bad. <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, you can leave us a review in the podcast app, or you can also leave a review on Spotify. Please call in for upcoming episodes and write in, and also for don't blame them. We would love to get some. I know we solicited some specific don't people to write in for don't blame them on this episode, but please do. And for any new callers. You can ask us, you can send things about anything and like, 
you know, we'll pick what we pick, but just know that like, you don't have to like make it like other calls that we've had or kind of fit into like any sort of box there. We love things that are a little bit off the wall, a little wild and crazy. And if you've been featured on a previous episode and you would like to give us an update, does not matter what episode or what season your call originally aired in or we read your advice, send us a message. You, or you can also just write up an update or we can chat with you on video. But yeah, it's a great time. Stay tuned for the rest of the content, rest of the podcast coming out this week. We've got Barbie. And I was going to say, also, we have a Facebook group. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group, if you were declined before, that doesn't mean that you're going to be declined forever. So just <laughs> write back in and change the things that need to be changed. Because I gave explanations for a lot of people why you weren't accepted. So you can you can rejoin. Yeah. Or re- resubmit, I should say. Well, we hope you enjoyed. We love giving you advice. And let us give you advice. Also, if you work for a company that does ads and like you want to spot, you're like, it's a holiday season, you know, who would be wonderful people for us to partner up with? Us? Send us an email. Yeah. We can now sell our own ads. Which is exactly. Great, so. so you can literally shoot us an email like, and we can, we can figure this out. And if you've done that before mm-hmm. and it like didn't pan out because we forwarded you along to someone else, set it again. Yeah. We're in the driver's seat, baby. Vroom, vroom. Hop on in. All right. Goodbye for real now this time. Yeah, bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.